welcome back to the regular everyday normal guys uh, with one half of the normal regular everyday normal guys but we have a very special guest uh, this week I'd like to introduce my lovely sister uh, Celeste uh, or for the wogs out there Celeste <laughs> hello Celeste hi I've never heard you call me Celeste in my life <laughs> Just give me one sec. I just need to update your uh, sound setting here. You're a little bit low, which no one has ever said to you in real life. I've been accused of being quiet, so uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, Chalet, as I call you, or bro, even though you call me bro, but obviously a really hard time for everybody at the moment. Um, just a little quick rundown for everybody. Uh, just let us know what you do and... Um, how you're going and how you're coping and and um, with your partner and and uh, actually before we get into that, the most important member of that family I know is running around on the floor there somewhere. Is he able to be uh, lifted Look, up? The king, <laughs> the king himself. Oh, the king! There's my boy. Oh, <laughs> look at that face. Oh, Leo. <laughs> That's so good. You look well, at his tongue out and everything. <laughs> classic Leo. Oh, Leo. How's Leo going? Look, he's... Oh, um, hey, I, I honestly think he's sick of having me here uh, nice. because, you know, when I was going to work, he used to bark when I leave. Now he <laughs> barks when I work. <laughs> oh, that's gold. Oh, I haven't seen him for so long. This is actually, I haven't seen you for so long. Either, so we I might, know, this is ridiculous. We might have to do uh, a few of these more often just to, to catch up a little bit. But anyway. Yep. A, a sneaky care package delivery maybe, you know? Yeah, well, it's against the law. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm delivering care, you know? <laughs> so back to what I was saying before, just, just a quick rundown what you do and, and how you're coping at the moment with... Uh, being jailed yep. basically okay yeah well uh, i'm a high school teacher right. and i so i haven't stopped working yep. so um we're currently in remote learning but i do go in once a week to supervise the vulnerable kids right. um how am i coping look uh sometimes i feel guilty because i still have a job and i get to work so i don't feel like i'm allowed to complain right because I actually still have a job and, and whatnot. Um, yep. But it's tough. I mean, remote teaching is tough. We, we, weren't, learn, we weren't taught how to do this at uni. Um, it's tough for kids. It's tough for teachers. Yep. Uh, yeah. Look, just like everyone, we're all doing a tough... But by the same token, I like my alone time. So <laughs> I'm not mad about being in lockdown. <laughs> I think a lot of people there's are trying to sort of take that positive out of it, and um, it's it's hard for a lot of people who are used to being social and they live their, you know, it's, uh, uh, their everyday lives. They might be in a share house and there's four of them, and there's they're normally on the weekends there's ten of them. And but no, I'm like you. This hasn't annoyed me at all. To oh, I can't come and see you this weekend. That's a shame. I really wanted to do that, but yeah. Well, <laughs> all the guilt of being like oh, i'm bored 
Like yeah. people haven't had work or an income. So I actually feel guilty saying that I'm bored because yeah. I work my normal hours. In fact, I probably work longer now because we're expected to be on our computer. Um, so I probably do work more hours now. And then on, you know, on my downtime or in the weekends, I'm just twiddling my thumbs. Mm. Uh, and I don't feel like I can say that publicly because people would just be like, oh, first world problem, you know, you're getting yeah. paid and yeah. you're bored. It's like, well, I'm sorry. Like, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. So I, I'm a bit conflicted, but um, I think I'm doing okay. I still do my cooking. Mm. I'm trying to exercise. <laughs> I bought a treadmill, which is now a clothes horse. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, I bought a Pilates reformer that I've been waiting for for three months. Um, I bought a, a, what do you call that? Uh, the switch with the ring fit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then I bought an Apple Watch just to count my steps. <laughs> <laughs> From the bed to the fridge to the couch. Yeah. Excuse me. I'm going to tell you how many <laughs> steps I did today at home. Just at home, being at, at home. Three kilometers. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so that's a four thousand steps. That's yeah. because when I'm on the phone to parents and students, I pace. <laughs> wow, um, so that's not bad. Just um, <laughs> touching on what you were saying there about how hard it is. Uh, no one really talks about what the teachers do. Um, we'll get we'll get into that later because there's a few okay. things I want to discuss about teachers. And, um, but like you're saying, do you think? The kids are especially say VCE kids now who would a lot of kids would benefit obviously from having that face-to-face -face teaching and they're going through a VCE now where uh, I remember I was a horrible student until year 12 when I decided to focus and it was specifically because of one or two teachers in particular that motivated me to go and I know I there's no way in the world I would have been motivated. Yeah. Getting taught like we're talking right now, you uh, by video. So yeah. do you think it's do you think there's more a majority that are being disadvantaged by this? There's obviously the ones that are taking the piss and don't give a shit, and they're like, "Sweet, I get to get up whenever I want and not take it seriously." But the ones that legit want to learn are being disadvantaged. It's an interesting thing that you that you raise because there's a couple of things going on here yeah. number one all of the students in victoria are equally disadvantaged in terms of having to learn from home however however the way that learning or education is being delivered say between government and uh, private schools is vastly different right. and in my opinion it's making the gap bigger so the expectations of students in government schools is different from expectations of students in private schools. Secondly, our VCE kids, if you think about it in terms of VCE, so year 11 and 12, this year, the year 12 students, last year they were in year 11, they have been remote learning for the majority of, year of VCE. So last year when the year 12s graduated, right, they only did what, three quarters of the year, half a year in lockdown. This year, the year 12s, they did year 11 and 12 remotely. Mm. So how, how, 
there's no answer that I, I can give you in terms of um, how, how do we make it equitable for mm. everyone. But all I can say is that this year's year 12s are far more disadvantaged than last year's year 12s. Having said that, as you said, there are some students that thrive in this environment yeah. that, you know, they love the flexibility of being able to learn when they want on their terms. But then there are the students that, the, the, you know, the mediocre ones that probably would have done better on site with a teacher there on their back that aren't going to be doing so well. Mm. But what, how do we, how do we approach it? I don't know. Well, like you said, I was saying before, there's, it's the ones that are, the ones that are legit there to learn are probably going to be okay. But I was, I I actually, I kind of disagree with you, bro, because Mm -hmm. there's some of my high achieving students that also need to be on site there with me on their backs. So there's also the high students, there's going to be middle students and there's going to be low students are all going to suffer because yeah. I've got some kids in my high group that aren't being extended and I'm finding it hard to engage them. Yeah. But I know if we were on site, they'd be doing really well. Mm. So yeah, <laughs> look, it's tough. I mean, the only thing that I guess we can find some solace in is that VCA, who's the authority on Victorian curriculum, um, is that that they're going to give some concessions to these kids and they're going to help them out. Right. So they're going to ensure that they're, you know, helped out. And hopefully the unis as well do the same thing. All right. Um, just following up on that, I don't know if you have this data, <laughs> but yeah. I, know, and I know we've only had a small sample size like last year's VCE kids, but was there a, an average drop-off in, say, marks at the end of the year because of the way that they were learning? Well, it's interesting that you say that. The NAPLAN data came out just now. And while I haven't seen it, I've only heard about the summaries. Mm. And everything I've heard is that the data has not dipped. Yeah. There hasn't been a decline in data. Or like, um, not in data, but in, in results. Yeah. So that's suggesting that there hasn't been that, you know. We hear a lot of um, stuff in the media that education is going to suffer and, and whatnot. But NAPLAN data is showing that there hasn't been that significant drop-off in learning. Mm. So the data isn't supporting the narrative that the media would like <laughs> you to believe. I think a Shock. lot of the, the, yeah, the data in, in a lot of the things the media is presenting <laughs> is not matching uh, some of the things that they're reporting. But um, Yeah, because they don't give teachers enough credit. Yeah. Okay, so and they, don't, and they don't give students enough credit. They're working hard. Just just to use uh, a reporter's method of uh, reporting and and <laughs> um, interviewing. So from what you're just saying, you're saying now that these results being the same is more because of you than the actual student. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only really I'm just trying to be a moron reporter that twists and turns words to make it sound uh, like uh, the person being reported on is a moron. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm saying I'm saying that we need to give the kids a lot more credit that they're giving that they're being given credit for at the moment because all you hear is that oh the mental health of our students is suffering. It's like yeah, okay, we have some significant mental health issues. But by the same token, we have some 
amazing um, examples of resilience that we're not giving the kids enough credit for here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that's good to hear. And, um, you know, without naming your school or anything like that, yeah. it's, you know, knowing that it's it's obviously not Ivy League class school or, or anything like that. So to see that everything is, is not dipping anyway, I'm not going to say pl- averaging out at the same level, but as, as long as it's, early. yeah. It would be, it's too early. It would be too early to say. And okay. yeah, um, look, I, from a teacher's perspective, I can tell you that we're doing everything that we can to ensure that that doesn't happen. Right. Um, in fact, I don't think I've ever known, and I've been a teacher for seven years. I don't, I don't even have never known a time where teachers have worked harder than what they're doing now. Yeah. So if that's any, any indication of um, results mm. um, or improving student outcomes, then it's not going to get any better than it is now. Right. So, kids at the moment, is, there's no no one's at school at all. Still, is that right? Only vulnerable students or students. Um, whose parents are essential workers. Okay. So yeah, are you still going into work some days a week? Just to supervise, yeah. Okay. Yeah, just to supervise. So it wouldn't be many, right? Or you'd be well, if we've got about a 1,000 kids usually um, enrolled and there'd probably be about 35 right. on Saturday. Okay. All right. Um, just to talk about, uh, thank you for that, by the way. Um, I'm obviously very uh, uneducated in, in understanding a lot of that. So um, that's given me a little bit to think about, which is good. But I want to talk about teachers now. Um, forget about the kids. They're, they're fine. You've said it. Lock it in. They're cool. <laughs> but um, surely, surely, and I speak for the rest of the world when I say this. Here we go. You're taking the absolute piss when it comes to holidays, right? <laughs> well, how many fucking days off do you need, man? <laughs> let me let let me put it to you. No, this way. you just yeah. said it yourself. The kids are fine. The kids are kicking goals, whether they're there or not. Why do you need forty-eight weeks why, out why of kicking, <laughs> the why, year? Why are, they kicking, why are they kicking goals? Do you think that just comes naturally? <laughs> So you're saying all this extra work you're doing? Are you saying you deserve more holidays again? I'm saying we deserve more holidays and more money. <laughs> Take that to dandrews.com. <laughs> oh my god! So you get? Well, let me, yeah. Let me put it to you this way: <laughs> a lot of people would, you know, say that we 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 look after kids. Can 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 we say that? Do you look after them, as in like babysit? Well, do we look after them during the day? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How much does the babysitter get paid? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> what? Well, throw a num- throw a number at me. Um. Yeah, Thirty bucks an hour. Okay. Yeah. So I got twenty five kids in a class. <laughs> right. What's twenty five times thirty? Mate, you're the teacher. You you hit me with the maths. <laughs> English, not maths. <laughs> Yeah, uh, a large amount. A large amount. Times that by seven hours. (laughs) It sounds like you've rehearsed this. Have you had to say this before? Times that by five days. Uh, You've 100% said this before. This is not the first time you said this. This is scripted. 
This is like a, a reflex I, reaction to like teachers getting picked on. A teacher just like, Whoa! <laughs> You never sent me a list, list of questions. Uh, this is just my teacher. Oh my God. Um, so if I was, if, and I'm not even, I'm, I'm saying if I was only paid as a babysitter, that's how much I would get. Yeah. That's not even including the fact that I'm imparting my wisdom on children. <laughs> so we can even add a little, a little extra onto that. Oh my God. Okay. No, I'll pay you that. You no. I walked through it. I understand. Um, well, just on that as well, and you, um, Let's forget about, you know, teachers for the moment um, and talk about you. I've got a few things here I've written down that, you know, aren't not prepared for you. So I just want to get your reaction. I want to talk about your unhealthy obsession with Eurovision. (laughs) (laughs) You've you've paused for a second. Oh, there you come out. One sec. You just, uh, there you go. You're back. So yeah. <laughs> Actually, I didn't. I know the Italians won. What's that? That's my favorite song. Which one? Euphoria. Is that? A of oh, okay. Now I know the Italians won, and I didn't really take notice of the song um, that they won with. But that band, I'm obsessed with at the moment. Yeah, main skin. Main skin. Yeah, I don't know how to say it, but they're really good. But yeah, yeah. so. Eurovision. Why? Yeah. How? Um, I just love the pomp and ceremony. I just love <laughs> that Europe embraces it wholeheartedly. Yeah. That we can enjoy it from this side of the world and take the piss and they have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're letting us get involved now, which is good. Who was that? Well, you know, yeah. now that Italy has won, it means that it's going to be hosted in Italy next year. So oh. I need to be double double vax so I can get over there. <laughs> so when when is it normally? What what uh, month is it normally in? May. So we've got till next May because that, that would be something that I would like to do myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I love it. It's it's the best, and you you have been. You have seen yeah. some Eurovisions. Well, you, you know. You have an annual it. event at your house when um, my Eurovision. Thing. Yeah. It's that's, your thing. That's um, my thing. What was I going to say? Um, who who were the Aussies that participated? Someone actually got close. Jessica Malboy. She Was it her that got close? No. No, no. Uh, it was the, the other one that was on The Voice. What was her name? Asian name. Oh, Dami Im. She was close, wasn't she? She was amazing. Okay. She had she she probably should have won. Yeah. And she she didn't because of politics. It's very political. Well, we're not in old. Europe. <laughs> uh, yeah, but neither is Great Britain. <laughs> They've had a bit to do with Europe. <laughs> okay, that was a bad example. Actually, I've said that we're technically Great Britain, right? <laughs> <laughs> but there yeah. are other countries in there that aren't European, but um. Yeah. yeah, look, I thought that was a very good ent- entry into Eurovision. Yeah. I love it. Does it have has have we released who our next participants are yet or not? No. no. It hasn't come out. The last one was a flop. What was what was that one? Kate Miller Heidke? I don't think Can't she was remember. very good. Do you know how they, they pick that? Is is it a someone I'm just sure, gets picked? I, 
I don't take much notice of the preamble or the lead up. Yeah. Um, I just wait till the semifinals. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, and time you, for that. You actually just mentioned that, not that you need an excuse to go back to Italy, but um, I also want to know why you think it's necessary to visit Italy every 12 months. <laughs> um, uh, because I feel whenever I land in Italy, <laughs> I feel like a warm blanket has just been placed over my shoulders. It feels like home. Well, just and some FYI for you. Did you know that the Colosseums looked the same for probably 1,900 years? <laughs> I don't go to the Colosseum every year, pal. <laughs> uh, um, how many times have you been to Italy in the last five years? Ten years? I don't know, four? Three or four? Not that many. No? In the last ten years. Well, it was more than that. One, one, no, I went uh, a few times when I was younger. No, I haven't been that many. I've only been like four odd times, five. Well, that's still a lot. Anyway. Um, yeah. All right, so moving on from Italy, um, last couple of things here before we uh, wrap it up. Um, some quick fire questions. Here we go. How many pairs of shoes do you need, do you think, before <laughs> you become psychotic? <laughs> you really thought about this, you asshole. <laughs> Hey, babe! <laughs> I, I swear Daniel did not put me up to this. I just have um, remembered in, in many different stories that we've spoken to recently and it's like, oh, i got a, a new pair of shoes or or mum would say, oh, you've got a package at my house. It looks like a shoebox. It looks like a shoebox. It looks like a shoebox. <laughs> how many pairs of shoes do you need, man? Well, what's how, how many do I need? Yeah. <laughs> um... I don't. I don't feel like I need to. I want to answer this question. <laughs> Are you triggered? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I have a lot of. Sho- I like shoes. Okay. <laughs> I, I enjoy shoes. Um, <laughs> all of my shoes are in storage, so I'm, I'm cultivating a new collection. <laughs> oh, it's gold. Uh, I don't know. How many do I need? Uh, this is so unfair. <laughs> well, <laughs> excuse uh, me, you have a lot of pairs of shoes too. I know, but that was from uh, younger days. I was thinking about this before because I have, I nearly tripped over a pair, and I've got three pairs of shoes. The only three pairs of shoes that I that I wear, just in the corner over here. And I'm like, man, I've got probably fifty pairs of shoes around the corner here that I need to give away or sell or just get out of here because I've got two hallway cupboards full of shoes and I yeah. wear the same three. <laughs> so it doesn't well, make any sense. I have, I have a storage container full of shoes um, <laughs> and I also now have a spare room full of shoes <laughs> but I still need my container full of shoes. Container full of shoes. <laughs> um, just on that uh, similar sort of line of questioning but... Just your shop, your shopping habits in general. Um, do you think they're putting a strain on your relationship? <laughs> no. Do we want to get Daniel involved? Is Daniel there? Can Can Daniel come and say hello? He's busy at the moment. Okay, he's busy. Hey, babe, come here. We're just oh, gonna, he's naked. Yeah. He's naked. <laughs> Put something on quickly. Stop. 
We just Give have the a... people something to see. <laughs> You're a dickhead. Um, look, as long as I intermittently buy Daniel something, yeah, there's no problem. Well, Daniel is the gadget man, but he he has a gadget for everything, which is a hilarious, but b impressive. He's because <laughs> I could be sitting here and be like, oh, I want to hang a something on the wall and out of nowhere, you know, expect the gadget comes out and there's something on the wall and it's lined up and there's a mark and it's there, something, it's there, it's done. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um, I like that he has a similar, you know, buying habit to you, but he would feel that it's necessary as a builder to, to always be prepared and have the right tool for the job. Well, just like I feel like it's necessary for me to have the right tool for the job. So you need 17 pairs of white shoes. Well, they're not white. One yeah. is white. One is shell. <laughs> one, is... <laughs> one is shell. What the fuck is shell? One is off-white. <laughs> one is... Um... Oh, my God. <laughs> Shell. What is you shell? You don't know the different colors of white. There's a. There's not just one white. There's all different cut shades of white. This is. You have a problem. Just say you have a problem and and move on. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> is Daniel coming to say hello, or we're we wrapping up? I don't know. He's putting deodorant on. I don't know if he thinks you can smell him from there. Maybe put some aftershave just in case he can smell you. <laughs> Well, this has gone off the rails. I just want to ask him one uh, question before. Babe, this is a question for you. <laughs> it would also really help what? if you didn't like yell directly into the microphone. <laughs> well, I don't have a microphone. Thank you very much. I don't have a setup. This is uh, amateur hour. <laughs> Coming from you, we're supposed to start at six o'clock. Hey, man, it's COVID. Al. Files has a question for you. Files. Yo. Here he is. How you going? G'day, Daniel. We're just, uh, we just, we'll welcome Daniel. This is uh, my sister's partner. Um, I asked, <laughs> you smell good, which is, uh, you smell good for radio. So thanks for that. But um, <laughs> we wanted to ask, because Chalet obviously has some unhealthy obsessions with, with buying A shoes or anything else. We just wanted to know how many pairs of shoes or how many stupid packages that you need to buy before it starts putting a strain on the relationship. When it exceeds the quota of the house. <laughs> so it's like a mortgage. Is that how it is? I've got plenty of room then, is what he's saying. <laughs> what, are you talking about the size of the house? Or okay, the there's currently about 50 pairs of shoes. Where? 50. Not here. Yeah. In storage, there's like 200 pairs of shoes there. There's the honest truth. <laughs> wow. Do you th- yeah. What happens to men? They get relegated to the shed or the garage <laughs> because the women take over the inside of the house because they need a glam room. Yeah. yeah. I, I, by the way, I already have purchased all of the um, cabinetry for my glam room. It's okay. currently in storage. So I know you guys are looking for houses at the moment. So you, the sticking point for you. But now we're only having one in the glam room. <laughs> So you're looking for an extra bedroom just for your shoes? Yeah. Is that yeah, what's yeah. going on? No, I'm having a glam room. So a I glam have... room. Yeah. I don't know what that is, but I'll take your word <laughs> for it. 
So it's okay. You know, there's there's kids dying in the streets of shit, but you get your glam room. <laughs> this coming from uh, you with a with uh, a fifteen hundred dollar painting in the background. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's artwork, and that it's completely that's different. Yeah, go feed that to a homeless kid. <laughs> you're, you're a teacher. You're supposed to be more sympathetic. <laughs> Oh, I couldn't do what you do, man. I would lose my fucking mind if being surrounded <laughs> by those little cunts every day. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> I wouldn't. I would be one of those teachers that it's... Well, I was gonna, not one of those ones that get in trouble, not for, like, sexually harassing a child, but for be like... Okay, you know, <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, a, a teacher in Melbourne today has been arrested for king hitting this fucking moronic kid. <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> you, so, you still wouldn't get fired for that in the government system. There would just be headbutts. Some kid would speak back to me, and I would, I, all my years of being on a construction site would just come up in one, and just my teeth would start to rattle, and I would throw a headbutt. Yeah, I uh, anyway. Uh, so thank you for Daniel for that. And before we wrap up, can we say goodbye to the King Leon? Oh, yeah, he's still here. Still here? Yeah. Leo! <laughs> Look at that big lion head. <laughs> he's tilting his head back. <laughs> oh, he's so cute. Well, so thick. yeah, he's, he needs a haircut, man. <laughs> I'm just, I don't want to take him to the groomer because they just... We <laughs> could be done. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I want to get up. Oh, it's cute. <laughs> well, thank you guys. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you, Chalea. Thank you, Leo. Um, it's been a pleasure. We'll do this again soon. And um, we'll uh, have some different topics to talk about. <laughs> Leo's getting angry. <laughs> he doesn't want to go. Does it? Oh, he's getting angry. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks again. This has been the regular everyday normal guys with special guest, my beautiful sister Celeste. So thank you very much and we'll see you again next time. We out, we out, try. We out, we out, we out.